The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the October 28th edition of the Roto-World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Getting ready to get you set for an eight-game Saturday slate. A lot of stuff going on. Had some, actually, it was kind of a down night last night, right? A lot of blowouts. Our nets flopped. Uh, hopefully, if, if you faded nets, you probably did all right last night. Uh, the Knicks slowed them down, but um, yeah, a lot of blowouts, man. The Magic are ridiculous. Vooch is just unreal right now as a defender. Gordon's red hot as a shooter. I'll talk about Vooch in a second, but. Yeah, kind of a weird night, but a lot of the studs came through. Like Durant came through, and other guys just did, did their thing. Um, if you played Bradley Beal, that stunk. He's pot. He may have a, a suspension coming. Markeith Morris as well. Uh, Ubre, um, obviously, Carrick Felix is suspended, but yeah, he's uh, not exactly a rotation staple. Uh, ASU shout out. Um, but yeah, so we'll get into this. I did. I was looking at some some synergy stuff, and I was kind of blown away by the man defense numbers that they've been logging. So I'll just go. I thought fifty was a good sample. Fifty man defense possessions. So it, it's like kind of upside down from what we've been accustomed to. And going from okay, so these are the best guys starting from the top. Is it the best defender so far? Yak, baby. Sipping on the Yak, man. Number one def- defender at 0.5 points per possession, which is phen- uh, unbelievably good. And he's going on um, almost uh, 50, 53 possessions, I think it is. So that's a pretty good sample. Um, number two is Terrence Ross. Uh, again, the Magic defense has been really, really good. They've been really shutting people down. We saw that, and that got a big boost yesterday with what they did to San Antonio, especially in the first unit, man. They just were so locked in defensively. No surprise, Gary Harris, number three. Vooch, uh, who we used to always attack on defense, right, for DFS. We were like, okay, up against Vooch, eat. I got 2010 right here for you. <laughs> but like I said, the Magic have been good uh, to round out the top 10. Um, Al Horford, DeAndre Jordan, Tobias Harris, just having a phenomenal year. Uh, Brooke Lopez, surprisingly, in that mix, uh, despite the Lakers' defensive issues. Ryan Anderson is on this list. Uh, the, the Rockets' defense has been a lot better this year. Uh, and then Jeremy Lamb rounds up the top 10. Um, and then the bottom, the bottom's just as odd, right? We see some names that we 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 think they're really good defenders, but they haven't been. Uh, Corey Joseph is the worst defender in man. That's not surprising. Uh, he's allowing 1.3 points per possession. That's just unacceptable. Guess who number two is? Jimmy Butler. Um, at 1.2 possessions. Uh, 1.2 points per possession. Uh, to finish up this list that we can g- get going. Rondé, my boy. Uh, Nets defense getting rocked. He's had some tough covers. Uh, Nerwin's Noel is fourth worst. Otto Porter. As w- Otto Porter's offense has just been... Uh, like how like He's shooting like 150% from the field, I think. Kidding. Dirk, Drummond, Mozgov. Round out your, your bottom group right there. And also Jokic is up there. Porzingis is up there. 
So Giannis is up there as far as bad defenders go. He's in the the bottom twenty percent ish. Uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Okay, so let's get to this. We got a lot to talk about. Actually, not too many injuries, but got a lot of quotes, got a lot to talk about. Hoping to get this thing done in 30 minutes. You know what that means, probably like 45. So we got the first game, Cleveland and the Pelicans. Interesting because the most important injury of the day is the first game. That's very important. And that is, quite obviously, and Anthony Davis is questionable. They want him at 100%. Roz Gold on Wude had said on the Thursday telecast that AD was 70 to 80 percent on Thursday. So do the math how you like. We all know AD isn't the fastest healer. They won at the Cavs on the uh, on the road. It's, uh, it's possibly sits this game out. So if that happens, I mean, you guys know the deal. I mean, you're playing Demarcus Cousins. <laughs> There's just you put Demarcus Cousins in your lineup. He's 12,000. Who cares? Like. If he was fourteen thousand, I'd still play him. Like you just have to play Demarcus Cousins when AD's out. Just the way it is. Um, if AD does play, that's pretty pricey. Again, you're talking about a probably like a five percent usage hit, rebounding hit, assist hit. Just like AD, I haven't checked in the past few days, but AD, he's got to still be number one post up possessions per game. He just had such a crazy lead. So yeah, again, you're playing Boogie. Other stuff. Jameer Nelson's interesting. And they had some key quotes. Uh, um, Gentry said that uh, every game we play, Jameer steps up more and more. Demarcus Cousins called him incredible. He said, which I thought was fascinating, that the Pelicans were calling plays. Jameer didn't even know the play, and he would still get it done. I love that. Uh, X's and O's, not even just guessing what the play is. That's so cool. So, I... Man, the Nuggets. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna get started. Uh, if you wanna want my thoughts on Jamal Murray, check out his blurb. I went pretty thorough on his jump shooting stats. It's just ridiculous. Like he forgot how to shoot, um, thunderstruck style or something. Anyway, arrow struck. Um, okay, so Jameer's a play for sure. Uh, he's just been. It's been great. Um, he's cheap. Again, if AD's out, that strengthens the case. We saw him start the second half on Thursday. So one of the best punts out there. Again. Like, start him and bench Rondo? I mean, it seems like too much of an obvious call. This offense needs shooting, and they look phenomenal with this group, um, with the way they came out. So, definitely put him on the board. Josh Smith is probably going to be available. So, that means you check off, check Diallo, who isn't getting minutes anyways, much to my dismay, and Jonas and the whole crew. We, we love us some check. But, nope. So, he's he's off the table. Um, Dante Cunningham, I still can't do it. Um, Etuan Moore, Clark can't do it. So it's uh, I do like Drew Holiday if if he's out. I think he'll be a good match. It'll be a good matchup uh, with Rose out there. Uh, shifting to the pel- uh, the excuse me the Cavs side, we've got a full workout from Rose and Wade is questionable as well. But Ty Lue said that the lineup going forward should be LeBron Rose. JR, Love, and Tristan. So that means Jay Crowder, who's been kind of a letdown, both in fantasy and in reality. He hasn't defended very well at times. Um, so he's kind of hurting. I still can't really do Tristan. He's 3-7, so... I mean, 3-7 for a center, you're probably not going to do much better than that. So if if you really like your team and, say, AD's playing, 
he's an option. Another cheap, two other cheap guys I like are Alex Len and Epke Udo. If you want to root for garbage time, but yeah, if your roster works out and you see three seven for Tristan Thompson, like you're not going to get thirty points, but you may get like seventeen, eighteen points. That's fine. Hopefully, you can get some dunks and stuff. But guarding Boogie is just not cool. <laughs> it's going to be a tall order for him. Uh, LeBron again, like I think LeBron and Boogie are where I start with my lineups. There's a lot of other decent plays. Um, there's a lot of point guards that are cheap, some that are mid-level, but definitely like LeBron. Um, if you can get him in there, and I think punting at power forwards are a really good play today, so you can get those guys in there and a mid-level point guard. You, you can make some things work, but yeah, LeBron is he cannot be happy about that loss. We saw what Tyloo said. It feels like the the Nets are playing for their lottery pick. We all know that they got that pick in the Kyrie deal from, from Boston. Uh, from the Billy King trade slash what are you doing worst trade of the century. The Nets are, the Nets are not good at trading. They, they, they're bad. Uh, well, not anymore, though. Marks is, Marks is my boy. The Marksman. Okay, I think we can move on. I think I hit everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Josh Smith to 3,000. Like, if he's active... We know he can block shots. Again, massive dice roll. No, Not a cash play. But if you're about the... J- My old fantasy team name back in the day was J. Smooth Criminals for years. I always used to draft Josh Smith. I love defensive stats. This is before he fell apart on, at the free throw line later in his career. Much like Iguodala has. Tweet has some guys. just And Thaddeus Young is another guy who kind of like fell apart at the line. Anyways, we'll move on to the next game. We got a lot to talk about here. We've got Houston and Memphis, minus 2, 205 over under. Houston is on the back end of a back-to-back, played last night. They're, I forgot to mention, too. Cleveland's 18th in pace, 28th in half-court defense. So, again, that is just green light for Boogie and and Drew and Jameer. Those guys are strong plays. Uh, New Orleans, 10th in pace, 14th in half-court defense, so nothing really there. Then, uh, again, Houston, 19th in pace. What? Fourth in half-court defense. What? I mentioned Ryan Anderson at the top. It, it, like, Houston's defense has showed up well. Much like Capella? What? Is like Capella a super sneaky defensive player of the year, Nam? I mean, they've, he's been really good at times. Uh, Memphis, dead last in pace, despite the quotes. 12th in half-court defense. We've got Nene questionable. Sounds like he's going to go. No Wayne Selden again. I believe October 10th, he hurt his quad. He's still out. Reminds me a lot of Cody Zeller, who had a, a rough shot to his quad. He missed like a month and up the same thing going on there. We got J. Mike also out. Chandler Parsons' revenge game. Another interesting stat. He's had 16 defensive possessions. He's 1 of 16 on defense. He's been really good. Small sample. So the Rockets, they broke an NBA record for fewest two-pointers shot in a game at 28. And... Mike D'Antoni said, quote, we should have taken 63-pointers. We're going to take them. That's what's available. It's a good shot. Everybody's got the green light. Eric Gordon, what? 16 attempts for him. Are you serious? Um, yeah, so <sighs> that's just it's just crazy. Um, just to round out the quotes, uh, Marc Gasol was called, quote, the centerpiece by Coach David Fizdeal. Everything revolves around him, he said. He has three 25-10 games already in the season. That matches his output in the past two seasons combined. We know Gasol's not the biggest rebounder. Yeah, it's it's just 
Gasol has been unreal. I'm not playing Gasol today. I mentioned Capella has been really solid defensively, so I would probably fade him. Not a straight, like, if you're playing, like, 30 lineups. Um, I don't think anyone's going to... Maybe people will be on Gasol, but I'm I'm not feeling him today. Um, Harden, he's had issues against the Grizzlies. They defended him pretty well. Uh, although, Harrison has been pretty bad defensively, so if they use him, that could be a matchup to exploit. And I think he makes a good tournament play, because I think people are going to... Like, People are going to be on Boogie and LeBron, and I'm not really going bold. There are some pretty decent cheap point guards, too. So Le- uh, Harden's ownership should be kind of low today, I would think. But, again, it's James Harden. And he hasn't really – his turnovers have been really high, and his assists are going to be really good. They're going to shoot a lot of threes today. I can't do Eric Gordon. I just can't do it. I'm just, I know he took 16 threes last night, made six. But he's 7-1. I can't do it for a guy that's just straight scoring like that. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll look foolish keep betting against Eric Gordon. But I am. I'm going to bet against him again. Uh, Mike Conley's only 7-5. I think that's a really good price for him. Uh, I could see him having a strong game here. I mentioned Harden's 11-5. Jarrell Martin, you got to like him. Had the five-block game his last time out. Uh, Tyreek Evans is still pretty cheap at 4-8. Um... Fizdale talked about possibly limiting his minutes. Um, he didn't have like a hard number on it. He said, quote, I wouldn't say he's on a limitation, but at the same time, I've got to be really mindful of not overdoing it with him. So, minutes limit. But he's played well, and he's only 4'8". So, good matchup, I think. I think the Rockets will be faster than they have been. So, this, this game is, I'm, as far as fading games go, I think this is up there. But, um... Yeah, I mean, it's definitely on the other side of that. Like, I, I like Conley, Harden, obviously. I don't think Capel is a terrible play. Jarrell Martin's cheap. He's underpriced. He's really locked down the minutes. They're not playing Brandon Wright at the four, which they did in the opener. So, that's fine. Ryan Anderson, again, uh, I guess. He's 4-4. But, again, you're really banking on him making threes. The Hornets forgot to cover him early in the game. So, I don't think that they'll make that mistake again. Bamute again, 4-4, played massive minutes. So I guess if, if you're going on pure minutes, he probably won't play that much. I should add that Ariza is now questionable. So that would really put the kibosh on him and really a lot of other guys too. So like 41 minutes for Bamute, 36 the game before that. So props to him, man. That's just stepping up. Yeah, maybe that, that's also maybe part of the reason why the Rockets' defense has been better. We saw him really defend well early last season, too, for the Clippers. So, Okay, I'm going to move on, I guess. i got no other notes written down. Uh, yeah, Chandler Parsons' revenge game, if you're feeling it. Um, we saw, except for our boy Millsap, most of the other revenge games came through. Uh, Dwight came through. Jonathan Simmons came through. Thank you, Garbage Time. So, Revenge is, revenge is sweet, uh, especially if you play fantasy, apparently. Moving on, we got Boston and Miami, minus two for the road Celtics, 206 over under, Boston 15th in pace, second in half-court defense, strong defense from them, Miami 13th in pace, 28th in half-court defense, so interesting matchup there. No white side, we got Kelly Olenek revenge game, Brad Stevens has had four starting units in the last, in his five games, that's just mine, that's just, that is Brad Stevens to a T, right? This guy started Gerald Green in the playoffs after not playing him basically in the regular season. Uh, Kyle Elinick had an interesting quote. He said, Coach Stevens is one of the greatest people I've ever met in the world. He's an unbelievable human being. Like, why don't you recruit for Boston while you're doing that? So I thought that was interesting. Another interesting fun factoid. 
Uh, Synergy has Semi Ojale guarding LeBron, Giannis, or Porzingis for like half his possessions. I just thought that was funny. Marcus Smart also said that the Bucks were ball watching a lot because they're just, I guess, dazzled by what Kyrie can do, which we all are, right? I mean, had that one shot when he wasn't like double teamed and spun out of it and got a clean look. That was so cool. So plays in this game. I mean, you gotta like Olenek. Uh, he hasn't quite busted out like I kind of thought he would, but um, sure. Uh, Bam Adebayo probably get the start again, right? I mean, he's played pretty well in his last start last time, so there's no reason to think he doesn't start again. He's only three one, like I mentioned. If if you want to go down, um, you re- if he's starting, you really gotta consider him there. Um, but it, it, there's risk. We know we've seen him start. Mickey. Oh, Mickey revenge game, by the way. So if you, if you want to play him in a revenge game, if he starts. But he's interesting. Um, Dragic is really cheap. Again, the Celtics have defended really well. But we know Kyrie is prone to giving up some big games. So we'll see what happens with that. But Dragic at 7,000 and a good matchup, I would say, is nice. Kyrie, I mentioned how Miami's half-court defense without Whiteside. It, they're getting beat up. So I think Kyrie at 8-9 could definitely be uh, a really, really good play there. Um, one of the best. Point guard's tough today. Point guard's really tough. So um, definitely Kyrie, I like Kyrie a lot. Horford, big game, 7-5. Favorable matchup, I would say. He's up there. But if you're going to play decent point guards and you're going to play Boogie, obviously. Like, like say AD doesn't play. Or AD does play. I guess you can consider him. Deion Waiters has been really bad. Um, both in isolation and defense, but you're, you're not playing him. I'm okay with Josh Richardson. There's other guys I like in the same neighborhood, but at 5'9", if you're going to play, say, Kyrie and Bam or anybody else in this game and you want to stack it, it should be pretty good. Um, Tatum's too expensive. Um, Olenek, again, 5'5", pretty solid. I think you can pay that off. I mean, he should be he should be good. He should be good for 25 fantasy points. So, um, again, revenge game. That's that's all we we love it. We we're batting like eighty percent on revenge games. I feel like with going five x or more, so or curse you. Paul Millsap didn't bust you yesterday though. Like he was still like four x. I think. So, anyways, I think we'll move on. Um, we got. I like this game a lot. Thunder and Bulls. It's probably going to be a blowout, which is scary. Uh, minus nine two oh four. OKC played last night and they're on the road and they're. Favored by nine. Like, what? Um, 11th in pace for OKC. Their half-court defense got killed last night. They were first going into yesterday, come out seventh. Chicago, 28th in pace. Very unhoiberg like uh, Obviously, 28 half-court defense. Zipster questionable. Done questionable. Still no crazy eyes. Campaign got the extension. Was kind of. I thought they would pull... I call it a Jan Vesely. When you don't get the extension, when you're just that bad that your team's like, yep, goodbye. We don't we don't want to control you anymore. Uh, obviously, no Miritich. Interesting stuff from OKC last night. Robertson apparently tweaked an ankle, and Donovan, who did not, he did not use a Westy, Paul George, Mello, Grant Adams lineup all year, and he used it for ten minutes last night. It got murdered. Uh, 76-0 rating, 196-D rating, minus 93 net rating. So we'll see if he goes back to that. Small sample. But he used that for six minutes in the fourth. Um, I mean, that that's 
That's Cajonesville, where you're, you haven't used the lineup all year up until that night, and you throw it out there in a close game against a good team. That I mean, that's that's what's up. I love that. I love teams just, all right, we don't know. Like, Kenny Atkinson would never do that. He would never throw a lineup up there that he didn't really experience have much experience with. But anyways, so what are we doing here? Um, I mean, Nawaba. If if Zipster's out, you're playing my boy, my choice, my Nawaba all day. I love him, double double, uh, really aggressive. Uh, Hoiberg talked about said quote he was huge when everyone was struggling, which he was um, very aggressive on in every aspect, rebounding especially. He was really getting in the mix. So if Zipster's out, you're playing Nawaba. Uh, as much as Valentine didn't do well in the last game, he's still underpriced. So I, I like him a lot. Um, so if you're gonna play those Bulls and I don't hate Robin Lopez either. So, someone to consider there. Um, I mean, Paul George is fine. Mel is fine. Can never go wrong with Westbrook if, if you can go up and get him. If you want to play Boogie and Faye LeBron, um, West, you can't really get all three in there, I don't think. Um, you may be able to, though. But, um, yeah. So, Mel, I mean, I don't know. There's not, like, yeah, I guess that's kind of it. So, Valentine. My boy Nawaba and Westbrook, I guess. But yeah, if you want to play Melo, that's fine. Like if you want to fade LeBron or whatever, that's cool with me. Um, I don't the the Grant brothers battle. That's something I guess to watch. Uh, Grant's only three three. I don't know if they're gonna play him that much after they kind of flamed out. We'll see if the Bulls can finally push the pace a little bit. All right, another revenge game. We got Philadelphia and Dallas, minus one, 208 over under. 76ers are eighth in pace, 27th in half-court defense, kind of the opposite of what they were last year. Dallas, 27th in pace, 24th in half-court defense. They've been pretty bad. Devin Harris is going to likely play. J.J. Redick has a back tightness thing. We've seen him have that before, so careful if you're going to use him. Um, I'd be, I, I wouldn't play him at all because, I mean, he's had back issues before. Still no Marco Fultz. We saw TJ McConnell like flirt with a five by five without the blocks, or he had a five by five without the blocks. He's just really good. So if you want to chase that, I guess I'm cool with it. Played well. I like the matchup for him. Um, Nerwin's the well revenge game. He said, "Quote: Oh yeah, I'm going to come at him." Referring to Joel Embiid. Like you want the the Embiid stuff. All right. And he also said, "Quote: He's gonna. I'm sorry. He's gonna quote try to give them an L to take back to Philly." Uh, we'll see about that. Talking trash to Embiid doesn't usually go well, um, both in the social media world. Like we'll probably see a Embiid tweet after they win. Oh, and some news. Just as I'm recording this, Chris Dunn uh, expected to play. So, and same with Zipster. So that's sad. He's a game time call. Just sit him. I mean, Nawab is still gonna play. I think he's gonna get minutes, but. You're going to get his minutes cut in half, so it's tough to play him if Zipster's a go. That stinks. Okay, so back on this game. I mean, Embiid's fine. I guess I can play Embiid at 8-3, I think he was, so you could give him a look. McConnell 4-2 is pretty good. I think Harrison Barnes is still a pretty decent price. He's going to get a lot of Robert Covington, but I don't think it's... Bad play. Like I said, Dennis Smith Jr. will get a good matchup here. He's 6'5". So I'd probably rather go up to Drogic or somebody else that's up, up in that neighborhood. But uh, it, actually, some interesting stuff I had noted. 
So if you if you missed the game, he basically airballed the last shot, and he was kind of mad at himself. And he had for a rookie, a young rookie. He said, and after this loss, he said, I've got to set the table. If I bring the energy, everyone else will follow. Rookie, D- Dirk Nowitzki's on your team. <laughs> like, the most slam dunk of, not the most, but and he's a Hall of Famer through and through, right? And then Wes said it's a lot of pressure for DSJ to take that, and Rick Carlisle blamed himself in this loss against Memphis. So, yeah. Um. Wes Matthews has played pretty well. He's only 5000 I don't think that's a bad price. I think he could still climb from that. Again, Sixers should be a good um, matchup for him, really. They've, they've had some issues on the three-point line. He's going to chuck a lot of threes. So He's kind of like Eric Gordon, but cheaper, I guess. But Wes does a little bit more in the stat sheet when he's on, like steals and such. But he hasn't really been there. He's also been trash on defense. So, yeah. Like I said, if you're going to play Boogie and you're going to play LeBron and those guys, it's going to be really tough to get Ben Simmons in your lineup and he's 9-2 as much as... Like, I think Ben Simmons could really go off. So, again, people may be scared off of that price, but the minutes are going to be high, not in a back-to-back. So, I wouldn't be surprised if Ben Simmons has a career game today. Like, they just don't have the personnel to match up with him at all. And I think he's going to be a big part of the game plan, so... Um, the way I'd like to bow my rosters, I'm not going towards him. So if you want to kind of reverse engineer a lineup and start with him, I I can't knock it at all. Like he's he's he yeah they don't have an answer. Like the Celtics used Al Horford and it worked out. They don't have that kind of player. They're gonna like they're not gonna put Dwight Powell on him. Like he, it's not gonna happen. They're not gonna put Dirk on him. I and mean, they're gonna probably put Harrison Barnes on him. Right like. That's not good. It's just mismatch city. It's crazy the mismatches that guy creates. It's every every game the coach is like, "What do I do here?" So that's that's what makes you makes you great, right? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I I mean no one's know about four eight. He's been pretty bad, so there's risk there. I guess you could play him. I mean, with those quotes I mentioned, it sounds like he's going to be a key piece, and they're going to start him against Embiid. So. The guy who's been, what, the first game of the year, he was the best player per minute, and he's been kind of bad since. But still, you you got to at least consider him. And I guess if Reddick's limited, maybe Bayless? Maybe? Uh, again, McConnell would also benefit. And if that would also help Rocco. Uh, he's a little expensive at 6'6", but minutes are going to be there. And then also it helps Dario, too, right? Like they played Dario in the starting lineup. I'm sorry. Well, in the, second ha- the start of the second half, they've done that before. So, that puts Dario on the board if JJ can't go, but it sounds like he's going to play. Okay, so I guess we're going to move on here, and hey, look, we're not going to hit the 30-minute mark. Surprise, surprise. So, we got LA at Utah, back end of a back-to-back for the top-ranked paced Lakers, uh, sixth in half-court defense. Surprise. But they are giving up a lot of transition. Utah, 29th in pace, 10th in half-court defense, so go figure. Uh, Walton had some stuff. He is not concerned with Lonzo Ball shooting after five games. Wants him to keep shooting because he makes a lot in practice. Heard that before. Said that before. But this time I mean it. Half-baked. Uh, Dwight Howard. Oh, he kills it in practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lonzo Ball is 2 of 22 on regular jump shots. So that means just catch and gone. Not putting the ball on the floor and so on. 21 from 3. Two of five on step backs. What up? Uh, other interesting Lonzo stat, which is crazy to me. So on or we talk about plus minus or not plus minus net rating a lot, right? 
So they keep track of that off the court. So when Lonzo's off the court, which means he's on the bench, they're plus 8.8 net rating. That's means So that means they're better when he's on the bench. They're a winning basketball team when he's on the bench. Every other player on the roster is minus. So that means they're, they're worse without those guys. Like what? So it's kind of crazy. So yeah, I, I mean, you're, you can't really play Lonzo, right? Against Rubio, it's just a scary spot for him. He's 7'8". Like, he's not a 7'8 player right now. Like, I don't know. I can't do it. Um, other cheap guy Like, Derek Favors, good matchup, right? We, we think that he can take advantage of that. Kyle Kuzma is really nicely priced at 4'9". Um, been playing a lot of clutch minutes. Double-double for the first time in his career last night. So you got to like him. Um, other, other Walton quotes. Uh, he said he took his starters out early in the third because they didn't get back on transition defense. Again, this team's first in pace. Like you got to get back on defense. It's just the way your team is built. So, yeah, Brooke Lopez, if you haven't season long, I'd be a little scared. Um, but, yeah, he put his starters back in for three minutes. They got outscored, and he pulled them again. Um, he went with Hart, Clarkson, Brewer, Randall, and Kuzma. So, very small lineup right there. Three guard-ish, if you count Brewer as that. Uh, Randall with the five. Randall with the five has been pretty solid, so... As bad as the matchup is, and I would think he doesn't see all... Like, he'll probably see half Rudy Gobert, half not. He's only 4-6, so that puts him on the board for me. Um, yeah, I, I like him a little bit. Not too much else. Uh, I mean, Rudy Gobert, again, he should have he should have a pretty strong game. But again, I much prefer Cousins. Like, if you want to... Again, this is a, this could be a blowout. It really could be. So in that case... MK Udo, he's only 3,000, stone minimum center if you don't want to play Boogie, if AD plays or something. Um, Joe Johnson's only 3-5, I don't think that's a bad play. Um, Donovan Mitchell, the, as he has a higher usage rate than effective field goal percentage, which is just, that's very, very, very hard to do. Frank Mason, 3, also has that distinction, but very, very small sample. I mean, Josh Hart at three, I guess. Like, there's not many $3,000 shooting guards today. But just get Nawaba instead for an extra... Like, just play... Even if even if Zipster plays, just play Nawaba for the extra 1000 All right, we're going to move on. We're, we're actually maybe close to half hour. All right, so last game. Good one. Minus 11 for the Blazers. 218. Phoenix, third in pace. 23rd in half-court defense. Portland, 21st in pace. Surprising. And fifth at half-court defense, Marquise Chris is going to be, sounds like game time, haven't heard yet, but did part of practice on Friday. Triano didn't quite say exactly what he's going to do, but according to reports, forget who it is, that it sounded like he was going to go small, which he hasn't really done yet, other than like very little. Like, And he also did close out, by the way, with Alex Len and Tyson Chandler the other day, so that's definitely noteworthy. Um, what else? Let's see. So, okay, so Bender. Like, you, If Chris is out, Bender. Uh, I think that's a good way to go. Even if he doesn't start, I like what he's doing defensively. They need him to play well. They need him to get shots. They need him to space the floor. So, again, like that, the price is, it's all about the price. So, yeah. 3-2. If Chris is out, even if he's not starting, he has to get 20 minutes. For a guy that can do things defensively and hit shots, that's 
all really all you can ask for. If Chris, if Chris is a go, and we should find this out shortly, then I'm down. I'm definitely down. Uh, he's four seven. It's pretty good. So Nurkic has been so bad, man. Seven thousand. I don't know if I can do it, man. I, I like I want to be contrarian, but he hasn't looked right at all. So it's, fortune favors the bold, I guess. But I, I really can't sign off on that move. I'd would rather play Horford personally. So Devin Booker at seven thousand. He 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 can have a big game. He definitely has tournament appeal uh, with guys going after. Like CJ is only seven seven. I think that's a better play. Mike James uh, has been kind of off and on, but he's only four four. I like the matchup for him. I also like Damian Lillard a lot. He lit up the Suns in very small amount of usage. He, you know, we saw garbage time the first time with the forty eight point win. So I could definitely see Dame having a monster game if the Suns could somehow hang around. The Suns' uh, new lineup has been pretty good. So this game may be closer than, than the line says. It's still tough to stack. but um, Alex Lynn also is a phenomenal play at 4-3. I think he's probably one of the better center plays out there. Um, Harkless at 4-5 I think is a good one. Uh, Aminu also if you want to go up from the, the cheaper power forwards and such. Alright, so last one. I don't have much notes on this one. We have Pistons and Clippers. We've got the Clippers. They, they've they lost ground. They were number one in half-court defense. They've dropped a third since um, we talked about that last time. Still obviously very good. The Clippers are 20th in pace. Detroit is 17th in pace, 19th in half-court defense. Uh, Austin Rivers is not on the injury report. We saw him dislocate his right shooting pinky finger in the last minute of the Blazers game. Stayed there, shot the free throws, defended, fouled out later. So, sounds like he's okay. I don't really have a lot of guys down. I mean, Reggie Jackson's cheap, but he's got the Pat Beverly treatment. Um, I like Avery Bradley. I, I still think he can do some damage. Um, I don't th- like. We'll see Beverly on Jackson, so... A matchup to exploit for Bradley. I, I've always liked Bradley, and he really hasn't done it yet. And I think I still think he can do it. He's only five five. He's going to be in the sixes sooner or later, just if it's the offense or whatever it is. Yeah. So that's there's not much else. I mean, yeah, Blake obviously. Um, he's just been so good. He's nine seven again. If you like, you'd have to be really backwards thinking to go with Blake and Simmons or something like that. But yeah, Blake's really good. Alright, so I think I covered everyone I wrote notes on. Uh, I, I, met, I like Rodney Hood, didn't mention him. He's an option. Uh, I didn't mention TJ Warren. TJ Warren's a great play if Chris is limited or out. So I, I like him even without. TJ Warren gets his bucket. So uh, he's actually a, a top three small forward for me. I like him a lot. Um, Minu, I mentioned. Yeah, I mentioned everyone else. So. We're going to get out of here on that. So you guys take care and enjoy the rest of your weekend. And hopefully your fantasy football teams are doing better than mine. All right, take care. Bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.